In 2014, I wrote a blog post to document an event, an event that although bittersweet, I didn't want to forget. At the time, my son Simon was on the verge of entering his teenage years, and something happened while on vacation that I was afraid wouldn't happen again for a very long time. And I was right. The event I wanted to record was the last time Simon held my hand. Here is a portion of what was written. Last month, we went with my parents to Disneyland. Thanks again, Mom and Dad. I love that place. While we were there, Simon was dying for me to ride screaming with him. So I did. When we climbed into our seat, Simon wanted to take a picture to send to my husband to make him jealous because he couldn't come because he had to work. So we did. Then as the coaster pulled into position and the countdown started, Simon said we should hold hands in the air to make sure we kept our hands up for the entire ride. So we did. And somewhere during the screaming and the laughing and the upside down, I realized that this may very well be the last time that Simon, my baby boy, who wasn't such a baby anymore, wants to hold my hand. Suddenly, I couldn't remember the last time that chubby little hand had been slipped inside of mine, and I couldn't breathe. Time was racing by faster than the roller coaster ride, and I just wanted everything to stop. Just stop. Please make it stop. But then I heard Simon laughing, and I felt his hand holding mine. It was so much more grown up than the chubby little four year old hand that I remembered so well. And I knew there was only one thing I could do. Hold on tight and enjoy the ride. So I did. This is Elizabeth from Simple Simon and Company, and you are listening to Stitched. Today's episode is sponsored by BabyLock. English paper piecing is a historical technique dating back to the 1770s that is used to create quilt tops by hand. This technique requires fabric to be basted or glued over pre-cut paper templates. The paper adds much-needed stability for accuracy while stitching. These fabric-covered templates are then hand-stitched together to create beautiful patterns that eventually come together to create quilt tops. Once these quilt tops are complete, the paper templates are removed, leaving intact designs that are both intricate and unique. Although the origins of paper piecing can be traced back to Great Britain, the name English paper piecing was coined here in the United States during the late 1800s when all things from across the pond were in vogue. We'd like to pause here and talk for a minute about today's sponsor, Baby Lock. Both Elizabeth and I sew exclusively on Baby Lock machines and are so committed to them, we have even been known to bring along a Baby Lock or two with us on vacations. With machines starting at $99, as well as classes and educational events, your Baby Lock retailer is sure to have you covered. No matter whether you're working on sewing, serging, quilting, or embroidery projects, you can count on them for all your accessory needs. Visit your Baby Lock retailer for the love of sewing. During the 1930s, the United States was suffering from the Great Depression. Materials and funds were on short supply, and it was during this time of famine and crisis 
that the art of English paper piecing became a staple of quilters across the country. Books, letters, and documents were recycled to create the pre-cut templates needed, and the small scraps required to cover those templates lent themselves nicely for such a task. Under these circumstances, it is no small surprise that English paper piecing became a nationwide phenomenon. Possibly the most well-known paper piecing pattern is called Grandmother's Flower Garden and was a favorite during this era. Grandmother's Flower Garden is a mosaic patchwork that is created by stitching together flowers created by the hexagon shape. Each flower is created using seven hexagons. One hexagon is placed in the middle, and six hexagons are stitched to that middle shape, one to each side, creating a six-petaled flower with a center. Individual flowers can be then sewn together in an interlocking pattern that resembles a flower garden. These scrappy quilt tops are as easily recognizable as they are unique. Today, English paper piecing has been making a comeback. With countless acrylic templates, pre-cut and packaged laser-cut paper, and special adhesives combined with the endless variety of fabric types and prints, this art form is enjoying a renewed life with a modern twist. However, at the core of it is still handiwork. Pieces joined together by hand one stitch at a time to create something beautiful, memorable, and unique. Like the pre-cut templates in a paper piece quilt top, Simon's hand may have also been slipped out of mine. But the memory is still intact and sewn tightly to my heart. And just like the actual flowers in my grandmother's flower garden, I know there is a season for everything. While the season for tiny hand-holding is over, I'm stitching together new memories that are attached to those beautiful old ones. Memories of movies, late-night talking, awkward dance moves, hours of rock climbing, and soda-sipping car rides. And I am confident that each of these scraps, so different than the ones provided earlier, will only add contrast and character to the memory mosaic that I am creating as a mother of a son who I love very, very much. When I wrote down my feelings all those years ago, I ended the post by saying, I can't stop time or my kids from growing up, no matter how desperately I want to. All I can really do is hold on tight and enjoy the ride. I didn't know at the time how right I was. Holding on tight and enjoying the ride is really all I can do. And so I will. For more stories, projects, and quilt tutorials, visit us over at www.simplesimonandco.com. There you can find a variety of different English paper piecing projects, including several holiday-themed creations. And as always, thanks for listening. We hope you will join us next time for podcast number four.